Hello and welcome to How About Them Huskers. My name is Will Noter Francesco, and I'm joined, as I always am, by my grandpa Husker Dan from Husker Max in the beautiful city of Omaha, Nebraska. Grandpa, how are you doing this fine Sunday afternoon? I know uh, coming off a rough, rough game yesterday for Nebraska, but foregone conclusion in our minds at least that that game was not going to be close. How are you doing? Yeah, I, uh, as I said, grandma took away all sharp objects from me, so I wouldn't, you know, <laughs> pain on myself, but I don't know. It, yeah. At the end of the day, it's a loss and I, and, and it was a pretty brutal loss, but, but nobody was expect. I, I drew up a scenario that possibly we might be able to hang with them for three quarters, maybe, maybe push the game into the fourth quarter. But uh, obviously that didn't happen. But it, it's no crime to lose to Michigan. Michigan isn't going to lose. I don't think they're going to lose another game. I've seen Ohio State and they're good. I saw them against uh, Notre Dame and that was an incredible game as we talked last week. But I don't see anybody challenging them as long as J.J. McCarthy stays healthy. And, you know, that offensive line is just wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it it just was kind of it was just was crazy. Like I knew that they were gonna. I, I had the feeling that Michigan was gonna run all over Nebraska. Uh, Two hundred forty nine yards, honestly, isn't that bad. They used about twelve hundred people to run the ball. Um, yeah. JJ McCarthy had two carries. Blake Corum sixteen carries for seventy four yards and one touchdown. That's the lowest he's been held to all year. Um, so I mean, I'll I'll take that any day. Donovan Edwards only forty eight yards on fourteen carries. Um, I mean, like. That's amazing. I'll, I'll take that any day. I know the score didn't go the way that we wanted it to. And I, I think a, a big part of that was fumbles, interceptions, miscues. We can talk about that later. But uh, first drive for Nebraska, throwing, Harburg throws an interception. Uh, and then you, he, he's fumbling. And he, Nebraska had all these drives. It, this, the score doesn't represent kind of how close this game was. It wasn't like, I'm not saying it was super close, but I think Nebraska probably sco- could, could have scored, I want to say, 21 maybe. I don't know if you agree with that grab up, but uh yeah, I mean a big part of that you didn't get the <clears throat> you didn't get the push on fourth down out there at uh at uh, Michigan's 12 yard line. I mean we did that, we were trailing 14 zip at the time, but yeah, you figure we're gonna come away with at least three points and maybe you know we we could move the ball in in spurts against them, but nothing they, they just clamped down on us. It was uh but that was a big big time and then Heinrich getting intercepted. It was on the second play of the game yeah. uh, for, for Nebraska. <clears throat> and uh, you just can't, you can't do that. And it's not Harburg's fault. He, he, the thing was batted in the air. And yeah. the lineman was just standing there, you know, shaving at the time. And he, oh, gee, there's a <laughs> And then yeah. they go up 14 to nothing. And and so it was, you got to, and, and I, I think I was talking to a buddy of mine this morning um, you almost get the feeling that maybe Nebraska was intimidated. They're they're hosting the number two ranked team that that put them on a little bit of edge. I, I know Nebraska used to do that to to teams that that you know they would be hosting the Huskers and and you know they they knew that they weren't going to win and they were playing against superior athletes and better coaches and so on. So uh, I think there was a little bit of intimidation there. And I don't know how, I don't know how you coach that. I don't think you can other than you're just going to have to develop it over time. But uh, you know, um, this was, this was a tough one 
to lose, to really get snockered. And then, thank goodness, Josh Fleeks avoided you know, having a shutout for Nebraska or, you know, against Nebraska. And uh, so I, yeah, it's, 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 we've been through so many of these big defeats over the past, you know, eight years or so. And it's just, it's just hard to swallow. Uh, it's, it's tough. It's, uh, but again, I, not too many people are going to pick Nebraska to win that game. So you go on and you don't have to play them again. Thank the Lord for that. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. And I mean, I think part of it was like, Nebraska had a couple of drives that were, were in, in the first half at least that were very short drives but chewed up a lot of clock time and against a team like Michigan where you're already down like Nebraska's down 28 nothing at half um Michigan scores basically on the death of halftime to put that 28 point lead ahead of them like you, you have to I mean being down 14 nothing after about seven minutes eight minutes or so into the game like you just can't chew clock like Nebraska did uh, if if you want to win games like that and, and get back into the game. Um, so, I mean, as he said, good for Josh Fleeks to get in there and that 74-yard touchdown run. I mean, I don't know how much I'd attribute that to Michigan kind of just shutting off for a second uh, versus Nebraska actually, like, playing better. They blocked well in that play. I will give them that. The offensive line play has significantly improved this year, and I it's it's clear. Uh, I, even after I, – I thought Harburg played really well. Uh, throwing the ball, which I hadn't really seen him do. We'd seen him run a lot. He threw for nearly 200 yards uh, on on 25 attempts. Uh, and again, that interception. So that I, most quarterbacks, I feel like, would kind of just collapse on themselves after yeah. that interception, especially second play of the game. Uh, and, right. and, and, yeah, and it seemed like – and it seems like something Jeff Sims would do where he throws an interception, then he tries to make up for it and makes a stupid play. But Harburg kind of just forgot about it and, and played really well for the rest of the game. I think he had a he looked really confident back there. And, I mean, going into next week, there were all this, all this conversation about, oh, is Jeff Sims going to play? Is Jeff Sims going to play? I think Harburg's kind of solidified himself as a starting quarterback. I don't know what you think about that, Grandpa, but I think that uh, – that Mr. Mr. Heinrich Harburg is going to be the guy for the rest of the season here for Nebraska. I think he provides us the best opportunity to win. Yeah, I I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I think that's great. A couple other things that that led to Nebraska's demise yesterday. Michigan ran seventy four plays. Nebraska ran forty six. It's almost <laughs> more plays. And on a hot afternoon in Lincoln, Nebraska, I think that took its toll. Time of possession. Michigan was 38, a little over 38 minutes, and Nebraska was almost 22 minutes. So there's 16 minutes difference. 16 minutes in game time. I mean, that's that's a quick way to get your your team tired and uh, and your defense um, exhausted. Uh, they, they they couldn't keep up. Yeah, yeah, and, and another positive. I mean, as you said, yeah, you can't you can't keep your defense on the field for that much, and they're just going to get exhausted. And forty five points is honestly not terrible for. I, I think Michigan kind of came into this a little bit more amped up than they have. I know we've talked about them only scoring thirty five against Bowling Green last week, and thirty five against another against UNLV or whatever other bad teams they played. And I, I think that they just kind of knew it was Big Ten football, and they kind of were just more mentally locked in than they were against uh, Bowling Green last week or against some of these other teams, like I said. Uh, so that's why that, that, like 
you would think that this would be worse for Nebraska that Bowling Green scored more points against Michigan than Nebraska did, but I think it just was a mentality thing from Michigan that it was harder to score on them yesterday than it than it was for Bowling Green and the other teams that Michigan's already played. Uh, one positive for Nebraska, that interception is the only turnover of the game. Right. Uh, in, right in a game is, where Michigan's defense is no, they, I mean, they're not what it is, not what it used to be. It's still a very, very good defense though. I uh, will give them that. And only allowing that one interception where it's kind of just a fluke play. Like yeah. that's yeah. pretty darn good. I know you didn't have the ball that much. You couldn't really turn it over that much, but I mean, one turn, one turnover, not counting the turnover on down to the 12 yard line at Michigan, but uh, the, just the interception, that's pretty darn good from, from Harburg and from the rest of the team. So. Don't you think that getting back to Michigan and they were, they were a little, I think up for this game because they read yeah. that Nebraska has this great rush defense and, and they have, you know, they've really improved and they have this new three, three, five defense and new coordinator and boy, aren't we just great. And they're looking at that saying they haven't played anybody. And of course we were saying the same thing. They played Rutgers last week and that was, you know, oh, Rutgers, yeah, Rutgers, not Bowling Green. Sorry. Good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is a fairly good team, but, but I think that then I don't know if you if you had a chance to see this, but after a couple of the scoring uh, uh, drives, you know, when they got touchdowns in the end zone, the players would pretend like they were eating ears of corn. Oh, that's kind of cheap. I didn't see that. That's yeah, it that's was, really just it was dissing is dissing not only the players and the coaches, but that's the state, but the fans. The yeah, that's. State. I hope that's not. I hope that yeah. that Matt Rule takes a picture of that nonsense, puts it on the bulletin board, and said, "Guys, you really want to, you know, put up with this? Let, let's go out and and take care of Illinois Friday night." I I hope he uses that as a as a. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they use his motivation. I mean, th this right. is two teams now for Nebraska that have kind of beaten the snot out of Nebraska. I mean, Colorado didn't really beat up Nebraska that much. I guess it was 36 to seven, but w whatever. Uh, the the point is still two teams that have just really disrespected Nebraska, uh, and it's it, CU is more personal to the actual players and, and Matt Rule and versus Michigan being to the fans, which is more offensive i feel like as a player like if, if if someone's dissing my fans i feel more offended than if someone's dissing me yeah because right. then usually if they're taking shots at me then it's like we're kind of a little bit worried about you but if it's like oh we're taking shots at your fans then it's that's just that's just cheap yeah uh, from, from michigan I'm... so i that's that's terrible um so i, I mean we'll i'll take the seven points and and just move on. And as you said, we don't have to play these guys ever again this year. So don't have to worry about it. JJ McCarthy is going to do what he does. And I'm just glad that we were able to hold Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards under hundred yards each. I think that's huge. Uh, that the, the two best running backs in the big 10, we held them under hundred yards. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's some good things to take out of that. That's, but um, yeah, we just don't have to face a team as good as that. Probably the next toughest team we're going to play is going to be maryland i would yeah think. um so uh yeah i don't know it's 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 a long season but you know what <clears throat> friday night you, you remember how long we've been anticipating this season i mean it's just it's it's gone on like glacial pace it just take forever for the season to start you know uh, august 31st and now friday night we will be halfway through the season six oh no. No, I know. I, I hate that. I hate that so much because it doesn't, it's not just Nebraska football either. 
it's that uh, it's that uh, Nebraska. It's not just Nebraska football. It's also that college football is ending too, which is really sad because we wait so long for this. Yeah. And and I mean, especially Nebraska football, obviously. But like, man, that that's that kind of sucks. But hey, back half of the season, Nebraska's got two and two and three. Uh, I guess we, anything else you want to say about that Michigan game, we can kind of look a little bit big picture right now before we transition into uh, some big no, 10 scoreboard talk and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, 45, seven, we'll take it. A lot of, there are some positives, some negatives, but overall not a horrible game from what we thought. Uh, Michigan did cover the spread by about twice as much as they were projected to though. So well, I'll take that. But uh, anyway, uh, how are you feeling with this Nebraska team, Grandpa? Two and three, zero and two in conference right now. Uh, going into an Illinois game uh, on Friday night that is going to be, be the halfway of the season. So I guess halfway of the season. How how do you do you think this is? I mean, I don't think either of us thought this is where Nebraska was going to be. We thought Colorado was going to be worse. Turns out we were wrong. Um, but how are you feeling? Do you feel like two and three is a fair reflection of Nebraska's play, or or, or what are you thinking? Well, we'll look back at the Minnesota game and we just squandered so many opportunities. We left so many points on the on the field. We would be three and three and not feeling super great, but you know, at least you'd be at five hundred. Yeah, well we'd have a win we'd have a winning record, we'd be three and two. And 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 one and one in conference, which is even more important, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to just get that yeah, conference win. Right, right, yeah. right. Um so. you know, I my mail is is uh you know that I've been trying to talk people off the, off the ledge, you know, we, there's no way this team is going to win anymore or whatever. And then I said, no, I think we still have a chance to win a total of six games and get to a bowl. And Friday night at Illinois, that's Illinois is not a very good football team. I know neither no. Nebraska Northwestern is very beatable. Purdue is, and you got to go to uh, Michigan state. Uh, those those four could very, you know, I mean, if 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 Nebraska doesn't screw things up, they could they could put those in the win column, and then you're at six games, and and then you you play Wisconsin and and Iowa next, and you know, so I I don't know, and Maryland, so I don't know, it's it's still possible and possible that we could get to seven wins, I, but the the margin of error is is razor thin. And Nebraska yeah. to uh, understand that, and I think the the play is going to get better, despite the fact we've lost two running backs, two wide receivers, and we lost uh, Luke Reimer still isn't back in the lineup. Yeah, and, uh, uh, who was the other player who went down uh, defensive? I don't uh, know. I don't know. Um, Anyway, but yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Like, there's there's still a chance for Nebraska to come back here and and, and do something with the season, which is kind of weird. So I guess I like it's weird that I, I usually with in Nebraska team it would be two and three after five games uh, and and playing the way they played in some of those games and making the mistakes that they did. I'd be very frustrated, but I'm actually kind of okay with this Nebraska team right now. And I think that uh, as long as Sims stays on the sideline, I'm not going to really get worried about us making stupid errors and, yeah. and, and turning the ball over unnecessarily, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I think it'll be, I think it'll be good. I, I, I agree with you. I think that as you said, Illinois, we should get a win there. Purdue, we should get a win there. Northwestern should be a win. And Michigan State should be a win. That's six wins. And then you have Iowa and Wisconsin to all who also look decently beatable. 
I will say, I think Nebraska can beat both those teams. So you have, what is that? Six games to get four wins out of. Again, not a super great margin of error, but better than you have four winnable games and you need to get four wins out of it. That is something that I get a little bit worried when it comes to that for Nebraska, because they've known they're, they're known. I mean, as I've seen, they've had down games before where they've played down to an opponent and it's been closer and they've made a mistake and lost when they shouldn't have. Uh, I guess you can, you can say the Minnesota game like was like that this year, especially after Minnesota lost to Northwestern last week. And then we'll talk about them in a minute. They struggled with Louisiana this week. Um, so they, they're not that good of a team, but I, the player I was trying to think of, excuse me, Will, was Deshaun Singleton. He uh, got injured oh, yeah. in half, and I don't know what his status is. I haven't seen that yet, but yeah, Deshaun was a – so you lose him and, and Luke Reimer, two of your better defenders, and, you know, a, a game like Michigan, going back to that, is just that, uh, you know, you need to all, have all your horses and, and don't make any mistakes, and hopefully you can hang with these guys. Well, it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to the Big Ten scores real quick, and then we'll bounce over to some Nebraska volleyball uh, and uh, go and talk about that Illinois game coming up here on Friday night. Uh, we talked about the Michigan-Nebraska game already. Uh, elsewhere around the Big Ten, number six, Penn State beats Northwestern 41-13. I mean, this is pretty. The game was close, though. It was uh, Northwestern had a lead of 10-3. to and then Penn State came back to tie it, and then I think they were tied at 13, and then Penn State just ran away with it in the second half. Yeah, yeah, they were tied 10-10 at half, I th- is, is what the box that score was, said at least. 10-10. So, yeah. yeah, and then Penn State just kind of ran away with it. So you got to win your clunkers, and I guess having a, a first half uh, where you don't play that great against a Northwestern team that kind of was that came out ready to play and you hold them to three points in the second half. Well, you yourself scored 31 points. That's pretty darn good. Uh, that scoreline's a little misleading, I guess. Uh, and then, as I said, Minnesota 35, Louisiana 24. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 11 point win against Louisiana. Louisiana's three yeah. and two on the season. Uh, they were three and one coming in. Uh, not great. From from Minnesota, they they ran the ball over uh, all over them, kind of not not really. There's just a, this Minnesota team is uh, definitely down, and uh, it, it's it's very. Uh, uh, Athen Kaliak Manis is a very streaky quarterback. Uh, I think at least he plays really poorly. Some games make some stupid decisions, and then this game, I think he played uh, pretty darn well. He had at least two touchdown passes to. Uh, Jackson, the wide receiver from Minnesota that caught that touchdown pass to beat Nebraska, I believe. Um, and, uh, or at least tie the game, I think. And anyway, thoughts on that one, grandpa. Yeah. I, I, I don't think that necessarily means a whole lot, but, um, you want to talk about Maryland downing. Yeah. Indiana? Yeah. Maryland killed Indiana from the gun. They scored 21 points in the first quarter. It wasn't really a game. First play of scrimmage. First play of the game. I should say, uh, Tulia Tugavailoa throws a touchdown. He had five touchdowns on the day, 352 wow. yards. Uh, he's they're Maryland's playing Ohio state next week. That game could be very interesting. Yeah. Uh, and right. Because Ohio state has shown that they can't really score in, in bunches on offense. They did it against Western Kentucky. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I didn't watch any of that game obviously because it's Western Kentucky, Ohio state. So why would I waste my time? Uh, but against Maryland or sorry, against Notre Dame, who has a pretty good defense, you only score 17. And, and one of those, one of those touchdowns was because 
uh, they didn't. Notre Dame had ten players on the field, so take that for what you will. But this Maryland team, it, it, this is going to be a Maryland likes to get in shootouts, and Ohio State cannot keep up in shootouts this year. So it's going to be interesting. Ohio, Ohio State's defense is going to have a lot of work to do next week. But well, that's going to be Indiana. Indiana last week uh, had to go to overtime to beat Akron. Remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah Akron, Indiana's not good. Yeah. No. 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 So. Uh, yeah, so I'm not. I'm, I'm not surprised Maryland won by as much as they did. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't I mean, think that necessarily means a whole lot to about Maryland, although they have a really good offense. Right, right. It's still a big. It's still a conference Big Ten win, though, in a blowout at that yeah, too. Sure, so sure. It's it's hard to throw five touchdowns in a, in a in a college football game anyway. So I'm not gonna yep. try to discredit that. But yeah, you're right. It it is Indiana. So we'll see. But Maryland Maryland's five and zero. They haven't really played anybody super important or or testing so Ohio State's gonna be that first big test for them and Maryland always seems to get up for these Ohio State games as well they, they always have a shot at beating them it seems like um all right moving on here Purdue played Illinois 44 to 19 uh game goes to Purdue Purdue improves the one and one of the Big Ten Illinois drops to two and three on the year oh and two in the Big Ten uh man this was just I mean you, you look at this coming in both these teams are pretty terrible this year yeah um and Jeez, I mean, 44-19, that just shows you how far behind Illinois is. If if, right. if you think Nebraska can beat Purdue, Nebraska isn't going to beat the crap out of Illinois on Friday. I hope uh, so. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but good news for Nebraska. Uh, looks like you can run the ball all over Illinois. Uh, the running back for Purdue, uh, 21 carries, 112 yards and a touchdown. That's just their leading rusher. I assume there's way more there. But, uh, I mean, Nebraska's just kind of a field day on offense against this Illinois defense, it looks like. So, um, anything you want to say on that one, Grandpa? We got two more scores here before we yeah, move on to some Rut- volleyball. Rutgers downs Wagner 32 to three. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just one of those crud games. Rutgers four and one uh, on the season, four and oh at home. Uh, you win 52 to three over Wagner. Like, I mean, take that for what you want and and that's fine it's wagner so it, yeah. coming off an ohio state game uh ruckers is ruckers is going to be fine this year they'll make a bowl game for sure uh and then and then lastly of course your iowa uh, against michigan state iowa improves to one and one in the big 10 gets their first big 10 conference win 26 16 uh they needed a punt return touchdown yeah. to kind of seal it uh michigan state's quarterback three interceptions i mean man this iowa offense cannot do anything and Kate, scored, Mac, Kate McNamara is he's on crutches. So they oh, were down, yeah. Yeah, they were down to their, I guess, second string quarterback. And he that seems to not good. really affect Iowa's offense that much, though. <laughs> I mean, obviously it's Cade McNamara, but we've seen it for Nebraska where Iowa will just switch out quarterbacks to the half and then they come back and win against Nebraska. They did that about three years in a row, and that was the most frustrating thing ever. Uh, but I mean, this Iowa team is very, very beatable this year, especially if Cade yeah. McNamara is out for an extended period of time. I forget, I forget seeing that he was injured. I forget how long he was going to be out for. Uh, speaking of Indiana, real quick, they fired their offensive coordinator. Don't know how much that really helped them. You score 17 points against Maryland, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see where, where that ends up. Anything else you want to say Big Ten-wise here, Grandpa? Ohio State had a bye this week. Uh, nothing of real importance there. Uh, they'll all be back next week, I don't think. Um, I, I think a couple teams have a bye. But anyway, Wisconsin also had a bye, so nothing nothing doing from them. Uh, anything else you want to add in on that Big Ten scoreboard before we move on to some Husker volleyball? No, I, I think we should – Talk just a second about Colorado and uh, Southern Cal. I watched that yeah. game. 
That was an incredible game. Did you get to see all of it or some of it? Yeah, I watched a large majority of it. Um, so it got to be a really interesting game. Uh, Colorado scored about twenty unanswered points, and they they it was forty eight forty one was the final score, and um, so uh, they went for it on fourth down, and and Southern Cal, uh, you know, held them, and uh, so that's and then they got to play. Uh, Utah. I'm not sure if they play Washington. If if Colorado plays Washington this year, they do. I believe. I want to say they play at Washington. Um, like their schedule is just man. Wow. The Pac-12 this year is just nuts. So yeah, but but that game against. Uh, let's see. I think they play. Let's see. So Colorado plays Arizona State um, next week, and then they play Stanford, and then they have. Uh, and then they have UCLA, who's not a pushover uh, right. by by any means. And then they play Oregon State, who Oregon State looks pretty darn good yeah. as well. They beat Utah, uh, number ten ranked Utah on uh, on Friday night. Uh, and then they play Arizona; they'll win that game by quite a bit. And then they play Washington State, who's ranked number thirteen right now. And then they got Utah, who's not a hard. I mean, sorry, not a uh, difficult game there either. Not a well, easy Cam game Rising has been Cam Rising has been injured. Yeah, that doesn't help them either. But it looks no. like they actually don't play Washington, so they dodge that bullet because okay. that would be a problem for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's still a lot of matchups left for them. But anyway, it was it was they were getting their butts kicked uh, at the beginning of that game. Uh, this weekend, and I was very excited about that. And then he said they they come back in the second half, and USC. Clearly has some problems on defense that they need to fix. So yeah, well, both Colorado and <laughs> well, right, Colorado slightly yeah. more issues to fix. <laughs> yeah. So okay, uh, all right, let's talk some Husker volleyball. Uh, Grandpa, I'll throw this over to you to start since you brought this up to me. But you want to talk about this Purdue game that happened uh, last night? Nebraska's been kind of going on a roll here. Still ranked number two nationally. Uh, they beat number I, I forget they, they beat Purdue on Friday night and then they beat Indiana, Indiana. on Saturday night. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, just uh, two. Uh, I know. I don't know where. I don't think Indiana is ranked, uh, but Purdue, uh, very highly ranked team, usually very good. But uh, I'll, I'll throw it over to you, Grandpa. You can talk about this. Indiana a was a heck of a. They're a. That's a really good team. They have some great players. They, they were giving Nebraska. They almost went up two sets to nothing. They got to the <clears throat> second set, and John Cook uh, contested three plays there and they all went Nebraska's way. So that's three points down the stretch. And they pulled that one out, I think 25, 23. So um, it was amazing. And uh, so the Huskers are now 13 and 0. Their next game is at Michigan coming up next Saturday, the October 7th at Michigan. And uh, the, the cool thing about this is that the uh, Murray sisters, Harper for Nebraska and Kendall, uh, who plays for Michigan are going to be playing against each other. That's, that's going to be incredible. Um, that's pretty crazy. And then last night, Merritt Beeson, who's transferred from Florida. She yeah. had, she had the most kills she's ever had in her career. 22 kills. That's, that's, wow. insane. that's insane. <laughs> that is a mind boggling amount. Oh, it is. Kills. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, this this Nebraska volleyball team. We were so excited for the one last year, and then they get out in the second round of the uh, NCAA tournament. This team, man, like either Stanford's really bad, or all these Big Ten teams are terrible, and and they're way overhyped. But man, if this team can 
stay undefeated. Like this might be the year that Nebraska wins another national championship again in volleyball. Yeah, then you got to play Wisconsin. That's that's the that's uh, the game. That's the game. John Cook yeah. said winning the Big Ten is more difficult than winning the national championship. <laughs> that's a good point. You basically have to win the Big Ten twice to win the national championship. You got to yeah. beat Wisconsin twice in the national championship game and the Big Ten <laughs> championship game. <laughs> it's going to be insane when the other teams from the Pac-12 come into the Big Ten. Oh yeah, UCLA has been great. Um, uh, Oregon has, has had good teams there. So in uh, Washington, I'm not sure. I think they've had some good volleyball teams too there. So it's going to be going to be. It's not going to get any easier. That now they're into the the jaws of the of conference play, and it's you're going to see a lot of these games or a lot, a lot of these matches go, you know, four maybe five sets, and the difference there is going to be just razor thin. It's going to be whoever you know, doesn't blink, uh, uh, might win the game. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm anxious to see how they do. Yeah, definitely. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that, uh, that, um, Michigan game coming up here next week on, on, on the next episode for you guys after, after we recap the Illinois game, uh, speaking of, speaking of Illinois, uh, do you want to get into that uh, preview here, grandpa? Or do you have anything else you want to add about volleyball real quick? No. Um, uh, Yeah. You know, neither of these teams, Illinois or Nebraska, is a is a scoring juggernaut. I think that's safe to say. They're. Uh, I just looked up the some of the total defense. Uh, Nebraska is ranked number ninety fifth nationally, and and Illinois is number seventy one. I don't know necessarily that means a whole lot. Uh, that's off the offense. Not number ninety five uh, for Nebraska and seventy one for Illinois. Total defense. Nebraska is ranked 37th, and um, and Illinois is uh, is 113th. <laughs> so Nebraska should be able to move the ball on these guys. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, toward the rush, Nebraska is ranked number 15, and Illinois is ranked 111th. Can you see <laughs> that there's going to be an emphasis on running oh, man. football? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nebraska's rushing offense is ranked number 14 in the nation right now. So. Man, that is just going to be – I cannot wait to see what Harburg and Anthony yeah. Grant – those guys are just going to have a field day. Uh, I'm excited. This is going to be a fun game to watch I, as a Nebraska fan, just a game where it's like a, a team that we've struggled – that Nebraska struggled with in the past yeah. of, of being able to beat, and they're just going to – I think they're just going to blow the absolute crud out of them. Um, so we'll have to see um, what that is. But, man, I, I'm going to – I don't know what the point spread is. I'll, I'll look that up here real quick, but uh, what do you, I mean, do you think there's anything that Nebraska can do that'll allow them to lose this game? Like what, what are the things that Nebraska needs to uh, avoid doing like either play call wise or, uh, or, or mistakes wise, that kind of, that kind of stuff. Grandpa, is there anything, do you think Nebraska has a legitimate chance that they could lose this game? Well, you could, you know, yeah, there's always a possibility. I don't think this is going to happen, though. I think Nebraska will uh, will be three and three after uh, Friday night's game. I, I, I kind of don't like a, uh, a Friday night college football game. I think that's, you know, it should be for high school, but whatever. Um, Nebraska is going to have a steady dose of just running the ball, just hand the ball off. If you don't fumble and you don't mess up, you should be able to beat these guys, wear them out in the probably in the late third, fourth quarter, 
Um, they're yeah. going to get tired of being uh, pounded on. So, yeah, this is a very winnable game for Nebraska. And and Nebraska can't avoid – can't uh, they, they don't have the luxury of overlooking anybody, and least of all Illinois. My, my concern is that the hangover from Michigan will not last more than today. They need to get on and start preparing for Illinois and forget about Michigan. You don't let Michigan beat you twice. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, th- I think you're right. And, and just having that, make sure that Nebraska is not uh, making that mistake of, um, as you said, just sticking with that Michigan game and, and being worried about that and that kind of stuff. So uh, I can't find the line right now. It looks like it's minus three for Nebraska, which does not seem right uh, whatsoever. Uh, maybe it's just that no one trusts Nebraska really uh, yet. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, the, I mean, I, I'm not finding a, a specific line here, but, uh, I mean, whatever the point spreads, the yeah, point spread is three and a half in favor of Nebraska. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Just go there and play it. And... Right, 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 right. Exactly. But that just surprised me that uh, Vegas is putting the line that low for Nebraska, but whatever, you know what, uh, use it as fuel here for, oh, yeah. um, for the, for the game. So, um, all right. What else you got on this Illinois game or anything else Nebraska football related here, Grant, before we wrap up? Well, you, do you, you want to come up with a score? I haven't even really thought about that, but yeah, that's to... a good point. Uh, man, cause it really depends on like, I know Nebraska will be able to run the ball against Illinois, but it's going to be, is it going to be in big chunk plays or in smaller five yard chunks either way? Like, cause then it's like, okay, either Nebraska scoring a lot on the ground quickly or they're doing it, they're taking up a lot of time of possession and scoring maybe 28 points. I feel like Nebraska, this game could either be like 38, 14, 38, 17, something like that, or it could be 28, 10, uh, something along those lines, 28, 17. Uh, so I, I'm leaning towards the 38, 38, 17. I want to say Nebraska, we get a nice 21 point win. Uh, I think this game will not be close for a lot of it, but that's that's where I'm leaning. At least that's where my gut's going after after seeing Nebraska these past couple of weeks running the ball. Illinois is is averaging on giving up, I should say, giving up 31 points a game, and they're scoring 21 points a game, roughly. So, if that's the case, you know, Nebraska, I I would say 35, 14, something like that. I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, I can see that too. I think I, I, around a 20 point margin, I think is probably what most Husker fans would say, or at least hope for. Like if, if, if this is a very close game, that is a problem. Um, because I mean, Nebraska should be winning this game by about 20 as both you and I have kind of said, uh, in a, in our, in our little score predictions here, but you know, we're, we're usually pretty wrong about those as we've learned with March madness <laughs> and, uh, our, our record predictions for Nebraska for the past two years of, Oh, we're going to be 10 and four, 10 and three. And then, Oh, we lose about seven games in the first two weeks somehow. Um, so yeah, I don't know this game will be a nice refresher for Nebraska, uh, and just get uh, a, a nice, a nice win. Hopefully it'll be interesting to see if the point spread changes. And if so, how much will it change? Yeah, I think, that's a good point. I think Nebraska, well, I, again, I, I think you probably hit it. The The history of Nebraska probably makes any of these odds makers just a little bit leery about going out on the limb for the Huskers. So, you know, it's a road game. 
I don't think that's going to Nebraska's a little bit seasoned by that. That first two games were on the road. So I don't think that's going to be a, a big deal. Uh, do you think that having the game played on a Friday rather than a Saturday is going to be a big thing? I don't think so. I think it's more just for the fans, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of annoying that it's just that Nebraska's kind of fallen to this place. We talked about this uh, last year, a couple of years ago, when Rutgers played Nebraska on a Friday and that got moved uh, to a Friday or a Thursday. I forget. It's just like they put the games that really no one will want to watch on a on a Friday and a Thursday, uh, which is interesting. They do. I mean, you you think about last Friday. Uh, you have top top 10 ranked Utah against top 20 ranked Oregon State on a Friday. So maybe I'm wrong in saying that, but just the large majority of games on Friday nights are not that good. And as you said, they should be reserved for high school football. And it kind of seems like that's not right there, but I mean, it, it is what it is. And I think it just, it, you just got to go in no matter the circumstance. Uh, and I think that's what Nebraska will do uh, to, on, on Friday night, just kind of a little bit, more annoying for us as fans, I guess, to watch because you got to, I mean, I guess it is a Friday night, so maybe it's not as bad. Thursday nights are kind of worse. And and, and then you look at the Mac on Wednesday and that's just a pit of despair anyway, because the Mac sucks. But um, okay. Uh, anything else you want to add before we wrap up here, grandpa? Nope. I think we got it. Okay. All right. The next well, week, the, the next week is going to be a bye week for the yes. rest. So next week, uh, next week's episode, we'll let you know what we're going to be doing for that episode. If we have a, I don't think we'll have time to get a guest on, but Grandpa and I can talk about that. Uh, but we'll we'll tell you guys what's going to happen there. Hopefully, we we'll think of something pretty creative here. We're, we we're pretty creative guys, I'd say here, Grandpa. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we'll we'll get something figured out. <laughs> and very humble too. We're just yeah, very, humble. very very humble. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> and we, we don't tell anyone how humble we are. So uh, anyway, uh, we'll we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, go check us out over on X uh, at How About Them Huskers Podcast. You can email us uh, at HPT pod hbth podcast at protonmail.com or huskerdan at cox.net tell your friends tell your enemies tell everyone about the show we appreciate you guys listening downloading every single week and as always we will leave you with go big